Hey, it's Joseph here. Welcome to the Who Are You podcast, episode 11. Today I'm exploring energy. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for tuning in. The Who Are You podcast is produced fortnightly for your learning and enjoyment. Show notes are found at ruvand.co.uk. That is r-u-u-v-a-n-d.co.uk. Do come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or subscribe on iTunes. You can also follow me on Facebook and SoundCloud. All links are in the show notes. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome to this inquiry into energy, the personal energy that each and every one of us has to use in our activities, mental and physical, which can be high, low or in the middle. In fact, we even refer to some people as being high energy or low energy. And to ourselves, sometimes we say we have low energy or we have high energy. So my inquiry is into what is it? How does it come about? Can we change it? Can we influence it? Can we manage it? Are high energy people high energy all the time? How much is it in the mind and how much is it in the body? Is the source internal or is it external for individuals, for you? So I explore it with myself, I explore it with other people, I read about it, I observe other people and often find that I can tell from how someone carries themselves whether they are high, let me rephrase that, whether they have high energy or whether they have low energy at any one point in time. And one of the people I spoke to about this as my daughter who um, taught, who's explaining to me the physics of potential energy and she put it simply that the potential energy is energy in one form that's waiting to be generated or converted to another form that can be used. Now this made me wonder whether with all the food and um, rest that we have, whether what we have in us is the potential to generate energy or convert energy that's already within us, that we are already carrying the energy in us and it just needs to be generated. So when we say we have no energy, it's not that we have no energy, it's just we have not accessed the energy in the form that it's in. So in the same way that if I lift a ball up in the air, hold it there, what it has is the potential to generate kinetic energy as it drops or as it's thrown and impact energy when it makes contact with something. So the energy is already within it waiting to be released. For us as people, we might have potential to generate energy to undertake a task, but fear 
or low confidence could hold us back and we say we have no energy or sometimes illness and we say we have no energy but the energy is there waiting to be generated or perhaps is being used to take care of ourselves or maintain us in the form that we choose to be or that we have found ourselves in. So with motivation, one could then generate that energy and convert it into a form that we can use, undertake a task and finish something off. Therefore, I am thinking that we all have potential energy all the time and it's just waiting for ignition. If this is the case, what is your personal ignition system? Do you know? Do you want to find out? If you found out, could you then generate it and bring it on when you want it to happen? In the same way that breathing, a crucial part of our being living beings, breathing fast or slow can raise or reduce your heart rate. My personal ignition system is in my mind. What role does food have in this? How much food we eat? What we eat? When we eat, do we eat regularly or dependent on how our body needs it? Observing the eating patterns of animals is quite educative. Some tend to eat whenever they are awake and uh, moving and others eat a big meal and go to sleep or lie down until it's digested. And in that time, they're not interested in anything else. So it's almost like they're eating simply to generate energy that they need to need for other activities. What of the nutritional content of what we eat and how does that generate or deplete our energies? Nutrients, protein, fat, carbohydrates... How much of that suits you? I know some foods send me to sleep and some keep me alert. And definitely the quantities of food I eat can affect how much energy I have. And especially how whether I'm paying attention to what I'm eating and paying attention to knowing when I'm full. I read a story of a woman who lost a considerable amount of weight by simply paying attention to her food. And how did she do this? She made sure that there was no music, no television while she ate. And this, this did this consistently for about three months. And what she said was that whilst there was no distraction, she could pay attention to what she was eating, enjoy it, but also know when she was full, so she wasn't distracted by anything else, and she could pay attention and be present to her eating and knowing when to stop. I simply found that re remarkable. What of sleep? How much sleep do you need? 
how much sleep do you need to be just okay and how much sleep do you need to be at your best? Now many people would say 8 hours but that is the general average that's advised. But do you know yourself how how much sleep you require? What of the environment? What of the physical environment you are in? Some environments like a warm environment, could make you comfortable and send you to sleep. Or a cold environment could cause you to be lethargic or for some people, keep them alert. I personally need to work in an environment that is slightly on the cold side for me to be at my best. Do you know how it is for you? Do you need it quiet or do you need some noise? in the background for you, for you to be at your best. What of the people in that environment? Are there people who you feel energized when you are in their company? And are there people who you feel depleted when you are in that company? What choices do you have? Could one generate energy by being around people who who energize them and keeping away keep away from people who uh, deplete their energy, especially when they want to generate energy for um, undertaking a task or finishing a task or starting a task. What of the time of the day? Some people will say they're morning people or day people or evening and night people. So I'm coming to the conclusion that if we all have energy within us in a potential form, we can affect the levels of that energy by either building it up through physical things we do our, uh, for ourselves, the sleep, the breathing, the um, environment we are in. We can have build that up, but then to convert it is in the mind that the, to convert it requires us to be present, to respond with all our senses and choose to convert that energy when we need to. If we are present to this choice, then we can choose how much effort we put into one activity different from how much we put into the next activity. Being able to judge how much effort to put into one activity because it's really important as different from the next one when good is good enough could help us manage our energy levels so that we can be our best when we need to be and just be okay and relaxed when we don't need to be. So it all comes down to us as individuals. And that requires self-knowledge. So if this conversion can happen and does happen mostly in the mind, in the choice to do it, the most crucial part of that ignition system might be in knowing who you are, in knowing what is important to you, in knowing how your body works, in knowing how your environment 
affects your body in knowing why you even want to generate energy or maintain your energy levels in the short term or in the long term. If, for example, you know you have a hard week coming, a taxing week coming, then having a restful weekend where you can take care of your physical needs and be best prepared to go into the week using where you expend your energy and when you conserve it, that could make all the difference to how successfully you complete that week and how you feel about it at the end of the week. When and if you have no energy, perhaps the question is, what's getting in the way of accessing the energy that's already there? And how important is it that you access that energy? Are you committed to doing something for which you can make that effort, the mental effort to to find out more, to to understand what's going on and therefore overcome it. I encourage you to go on your own journey of inquiry. Until next time. Thanks for listening.